Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I've, uh, I don't know, my voice is a bit funny today, but apart from that, I'm fine. I am all good and all wonderful. <laughs> um, we have an awful lot to get through today because um, I've got, what have I got? I've got the riddle i've got the fun fact i've got something for you to make i've got um two impossible questions um and the answers to them i have a happy birthday um oh i have a couple of questions from people so lots and lots to get through <laughs> so i hope that you're all nicely settled whatever you're doing and that you're going to just have a little bit of time <laughs> right how are you all anyway are you all good are you all absolutely tickety-boo just like me hope so <laughs> <clears throat> right the riddle from well no 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 no, we will start with a happy birthday. Now, this little girl was nine. She turned nine on her birthday. However, because things were quite hectic at her house, um, nobody told me that it was her birthday. And that was on the 2nd. So that was like two days ago. Not yesterday, the day before. I think that's Sunday the 2nd. So... Um, although it's now Tuesday, I wanted to say a happy belated birthday um, to Sawyer. Hello, Sawyer. You turned nine on Sunday on the 2nd. And I really, really, really hope you had the best day ever with lots and lots of presents and lots and lots of cake. Um, so happy birthday, Sawyer. Um, I'm sorry that I didn't say happy birthday to you on your day. Um, but if I'd have known, I would have done. <laughs> um, and, uh, so yeah, your mum messaged me to ask for a belated happy birthday. So there you go. Um, right. So happy birthday. <clears throat> I do have a question for Mia as well. Um, she's asked me to wish her happy birthday on her birthday. However, she's forgotten to tell me how old she's going to be. So, Mia, how old will you be on your birthday? Um, and I will quite, I've put you in my birthday book. So, um, I will definitely... Uh, wish you happy birthday on your birthday now. Uh, right. The riddle from yesterday. The riddle. What was it? Ooh, can you remember? Mm. So the riddle was, um, and I can't find it now. So where is it? Uh, oh, blimey. Two seconds. You will find me in sand, but not in sea. I'm also kept between you and me. 
What am I? Ooh. Can you guess? Have you guessed? Well, we have Rosie Posey. And she has guessed. And it is the word and. Quite simply, it is in the word sand. And it's kept between you and me. So it's the word and, A-N-D, there you go. Um, right, the riddle today. What is the first thing everyone does when they get into the sea? Do they swim? Do they get bitten by a shark? Do they find a fish? What is the first thing everyone does when they get into the sea. <gasps> Answers, please, let me know. I think it's a really good answer, actually. It's so funny. So, now, the fun fact. This is amazing. And it is something that you can um, try, okay? So, uh, you need two clocks that are exactly the same okay so no not different clocks or anything you need them to be synchronized so you need them to be telling exactly the same time to start with okay then you put one on the ground okay and then you put one i don't know say on a wall or something a little bit higher up so two clocks both exactly the same both saying exactly the same time one slightly lower than the other so one on the ground and one a little bit higher the one that's closer or the one that's on the ground is closer to the center of the earth only slightly closer but it's closer to the centre of the earth, okay? Um, and it has a higher gravitational pull. So that means that the lower clock, the one on the ground, will tick slower. How weird. Um, so gravity basically stops time or slows not stops slows time down how awesome is that so you can try it you can get two clocks and put one on the ground one on a wall and see over time i don't know where how long it doesn't tell me how long but over time it will get slower and slower, the clock, because, or the one on the floor will, because um, gravity is slowing it down. How awesome. So there you go. <laughs> now we do have a couple of impossible questions and I do have apologies to make to the people who asked these impossible questions <laughs> because 
they asked them a little while ago and I completely forgot about them. So I had so many impossible questions coming in at the same time, at around that time, that I forgot these two. One of them I did answer a little bit um, and I said that I would need to research it a little bit more and completely forgot. Um, so please excuse me. And one of them I completely forgot altogether. So um, Andrew and Edie, please forgive me. Um, I am going to answer both of them now. So Andrew, you asked what makes pop music so catchy and it is true pop music is very catchy um in fact there's lots of different genres of mu music that are catchy um but pop music kind of makes us want to sing along and dance doesn't it um and it's not just me <laughs> everybody is is the same um They've also got very easy lyrics uh, that repeat themselves, making them easy to remember, which is also another thing that makes it catchy because we remember them so well. Uh, so it's called um, the easy lyrics and the sort of catchy little tune is called a hook, apparently. Uh, so there's even a name for it. It's a hook which hooks you. <laughs> so um, it can be a rhythm or a melody, the hook. Um, and hooks make music stand out. OK, so it has to be a good hook. Otherwise, you just wouldn't listen to it. So say you turn the radio on. And you, they were playing a song that you hadn't heard before. You don't normally turn it off straight away. You normally wait about seven seconds before turning it off or turning it to another uh, radio station. And that's because hooks make an impact quite quickly. So... In that seven seconds, if you haven't been hooked, then you turn it off. You, you, your brain thinks, nope, don't, don't like that one. Um, so certain songs cause, now this is where we get technical, certain songs cause the hippocampus and auditory cortex in your brain to light up. They've done this, done experiments with people connected to wires um, and listen, listening to songs. And they cause these parts to light up. Now, these parts of your brain help us process emotions, um, learn and gain memories and process sounds. Also, when it's a particularly... Um, a particular song that you really like the nucleus oh i can't even say this the nucleus accumbens there we go lights up and that's the part of your brain that lights up when you're deriving pleasure from something so when you're you know you're really happy 
because the music is affecting you and making you happy, then that part of your brain um, also lights up. So there you go. That's There is a scientific reason, but <laughs> it's also just because of the hook, I think. So there you go. All right. Um, let us see if I can find where I've written down um, Edie's. So that's, that was Andrew's um, question. Ah, here we go. Edie. Now, Edie's actually had me stumped for quite a while because no matter how hard I tried, I could not find the answer. And that's probably why I got distracted while I was trying to do research on it before. Um, however, Edie, you asked, do germs have germs or can germs catch germs? Eventually, we discovered the answer. Me and my sister, this was. Um, so you had us all looking uh, carefully for this one. Now, apparently the answer is yes. So bacteria are really small. You can't even see them. You know, you, you can't just look at your skin and think, ooh, I've got bacteria or I've got germs on me. <laughs> but they can still get sick. So they can get germs or, yeah, bacteria themselves. Okay. Um, in fact, this made me very, very interested, okay, that when humans get sick, okay, most viruses in the world infect bacteria so they infect the bacteria not the person how weird is that um so many bacteria have their own immune systems that help defend against infections i found this so interesting okay um so there are more viruses in the ocean, okay, um, than there are stars in the universe. That's an awful lot of viruses in the ocean, just in the ocean. And all of these um, ocean viruses infect bacteria, okay? Bacteria all have one cell. Now, you know that you usually only get um, chickenpox once or when you have a vaccine, um, you don't tend to get the disease against, say you have a polio vaccine, you don't tend to get polio because you've had the vaccine and so they kind of, it shows the bacteria um, a little bit of the disease and it changes the, the way it affects you. So you can't get the polio. 
That's the same way this is amazing. So the bacteria only have a single cell, okay? But they can change the shape of the, that single cell. So if the bacteria changes the shape of their cell, this prevents viruses from sticking to them because they get confused. They think, oh, that's, that's not what I'm supposed to be sticking to. So that's how they defend themselves. Um, so bacteriophages or something, um, which basically means bacteria eaters. <laughs> um, but so, yes, in short, the short answer to that is that uh, bacteria or germs can catch germs. There you go. Now, I am going, only because I have answered it, but I am going to read up more on that because I just found it so interesting. It's amazing. Um, just the, the thought that these, these little tiny things that you can't see can actually get germs. How amazing. Now, okie dokie then. <laughs> Um, have you ever seen ginger? Um, now, ginger is uh, a plant and it's like a funny, well, it's the root of a plant, really. But you, you use it in cooking um, and it's used for different things. But if you take a tiny, tiny slither of ginger and pop it under a microscope. If you can do that, if you can find a microscope to actually pop it under, do so. Because we had a look at it, okay? And it looks magical under there. Um, doesn't look much when you hold just a tiny slither of um, ginger. But if you put it under a microscope, I am not kidding you. It is amazing. It's got like lots and lots of little tiny, well, they're actually starch granules, but they're all different colours and they move around and they look like, um, they just look like magic little bubbles everywhere. They're amazing. So if you get a chance to look at some ginger or if you know somebody with a microscope and you know that you've got some ginger or go and buy a bit of ginger it's not expensive um and then just cut a tiny tiny bit off and put it under the microscope and look at it it's awesome very very magical looking <laughs> now i have got um, a way of making some watercoloured paints, okay? So, homemade watercolour paints. Very, very easy to make. So, I have put the recipe, um, the ingredients needed, on the Facebook page. But, if you don't have the access to Facebook, here are the... Um, uh, what you need and how how to do it it's absolutely brilliant 
we have tried it and it works okay so what you need is one cup of baking soda and three quarters of a cup of vinegar and you mix them well together okay and then you need one cup of cornstarch and add that and two tablespoons of corn syrup okay add them mix them really really well okay so that they are like a smooth as smooth as you can get them then you get a uh oh what do they call them uh can't think what you call them ice cube cube tray get an ice cube tray and you pour eat pour it into each of them okay it's it's just like white, I don't know, like a white pasty liquid. Um, fill, fill the ice cube trays um, just so that you've got the white paste in all. And then you add the magic ingredients. <laughs> um, you get lots of different colours of food, you know, food colours. Okay, food, food colouring. Put red in, um, put yellow in, put green in, put blue in, put all the normal colours in, but then have some fun and put red and orange in one and make uh, red and yellow in one and make orange and just mess about with the colours and put more in one to make a deeper colour or less in another to make a less vibrant colour. Um, play around and mix all the colours to vary the colours that you've got. And then um, leave it to dry overnight. So mix it up well so that, you know, they look different colours. Leave it to dry overnight. OK. And then when it's absolutely dry, you don't freeze them or anything, but when they're absolutely dry... You can then get a brush and get a, some water and use them as paints. And they are absolutely excellent. So um, that is homemade watercolour paints. Awesome. So there you go. Um, I do have a thank you to Rosa. Um, you have become my second um oh supporter um so please just i you have no idea how much i appreciate being supported um you really don't because that is helping me get books um i think it was isabella that asked for map makers race um i have looked at it i've looked at the book but it's too expensive to buy so um if i can find it to borrow in the library then i will read it at some point if i can't um at the moment i won't be buying it because it is too expensive i'm, I'm afraid um so yeah uh, um i can only only get so many books um 
each month. And if I spend that amount on one book, I then can only get the one book. I can't get more than one. Um, so, yeah. So thank you very much, Rosa, for becoming my second supporter. Um, it's amazing. If anybody else wants to be a supporter, please. I will be so grateful. Um, right. Uh, let's have a look. Um, what day is it today, apart from being Tuesday and apart from being the 4th of July? Well, the 4th of July is very, very exciting day. More so in the US. Not so much here. Um, but it's Independence Day. So happy 4th of July to all of those people um, that are in the um, USA. Um, because you will be celebrating today. So happy Independence Day. Happy 4th of July. It's also Alice in Wonderland Day, which I love Alice in Wonderland. Absolutely perfect. Do really, really enjoy Alice in Wonderland. Um, it's one of my favourite, favourite stories. Uh, National Barbecue Spare Ribs Day. Uh, my friend loves barbecue spare ribs and so does my stepdad. But oh, I hate them because they get my hands all dirty and round my mouth all sticky and horrible. <laughs> it's also National Caesar Salad Day. Um, I do like good Caesar salad, though. Um, and it's also Jackfruit Day. Not 100% what, sure what jackfruits are. I did try and look and they're just green. <laughs> That's all I can see. Um, and they do originate from Southeast Asia. Um, so I don't know uh, what um, what that what they actually taste like or anything anyone that's tasted a jackfruit please let me know um right so um mum, 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 mum. isabella you said told me that the park central park is very big it's not like a play park it is a walk around park which i did know um because i know that my sister and her husband went there when they went to new york and they took a um it was snowing <laughs> and they took a oh a horse and carriage ride around central park so i knew it was quite big but i still didn't think it would be big enough to put a whole country inside but maybe i'm wrong well i am wrong if if that's a true fun fact i am definitely very wrong <laughs> um let me know if you do indeed do the two clock experiment because i will be interested to know um, I'm going to try it. Um, my friend sent me the video um, of somebody trying it and it did work. So I am now going to try it and test it. See, see whether it actually works. So we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> um, right. Let's see. What book shall we choose today? I think we're going to go with <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. chapter seven of Daisy and the Trouble with Unicorns. Well, 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 well. 
Maybe we'll find a unicorn this time. <laughs> so, chapter seven. The trouble with special presents is sometimes they don't look special at all. Especially if the special present is a toy unicorn. Yay, a unicorn at last. Double especially if the special present turns out to be, gulp, two toy unicorns. When Gabby unwrapped the paper from her Nana's special present, I think she had a heart attack. She couldn't move her lips, or her feet, or her arms. Her eyeballs definitely had a heart attack. The unicorn with the blue hair can remind you of me, Gabriella, said Nana Prue. And the unicorn with the silver hair can remind you of Grandad Hugh. See? Blue hair, silver hair. Aren't they wonderful, Gabriella? Aren't they magical? When I saw them, I just had to buy them. The trouble with your eyeballs having a heart attack is you need your eyeballs to look at someone when they're talking to you. All Gabby could look at was the unicorns. Luckily, her lips eventually managed to move. Um, thank you. They're lovely, she said, putting the unicorns on the table right in front of me. Aren't they, Daisy? As soon as Gabby said, aren't they, Daisy, my eyeballs had a heart attack too, which meant the more I looked at them the more my lips wouldn't move either. Both of the unicorns were really unicorny. The one with blue hair had a white, fluffy body. And the one with the silver hair had a blue, fluffy body. Both of them had glittery horns and long stripy tails aren't they daisy said gabby again tapping my chair with her toe yes i said getting my lips to move finally they're unicorns i said with horns i said shall we go and play with them in your bedroom how I managed to think of saying the last bit, I said, I really do not know. But it was a stroke of genius. Absolute genius. Gabby thought so too. Yes, let, she said, looking at me with really well done eyes. Don't you want a piece of birthday cake first, asked her mum, pulling off the candles, picking up a knife and getting ready to cut the first slice. Oh, we're a bit full, said Gabby, aren't we, Daisy? Do you mind if we have a piece of later? 
Gabby's mum didn't mind at all. She just cut four slices for the grown-ups instead. Don't forget your wonderful unicorns, Gabriella, laughed Nana Prue, waving a slice of birthday cake at us as we headed straight for the door. Gabby and I turned round and gulped. The unicorns were still on the table. It was so embarrassing, far too embarrassing for either of us to think of anything to say at all. Remember, said Nana Prue, I'm the one with the blue hair, Gabriella, and the one with the silver hair is Grandad Hugh. Gabby's lips still couldn't think of anything to say, so she just did a sort of laugh instead. Well, more of a snort, actually. Then she went back to the table, picked up the unicorns and followed me up the stairs. As soon as we got into her bedroom, we collapsed onto her bed. Unicorns, she spluttered. Can you believe it? My Nana has bought me unicorns. What are you going to do with them, I asked. Give them to a charity shop, I said, said Gabby. What if the charity shop doesn't want them, I asked. Then I'll hide them somewhere, said Gabby. Did you like it when I said we should go and play with them upstairs? I chuckled. I loved it, said Gabby. I thought we were going to be stuck at the table with two unicorns for the rest of my entire party. We're not going to play with them, though, are we? I frowned. Definitely not, said Gabby, stuffing the unicorns under a bed. We can play with all my other birthday presents instead. Except we couldn't, because we'd already tried playing with Gabby's other birthday presents before Nana Prue and Grandad Hugh had arrived. We could play with that balloon, I said, lying on my back and peering up at the ceiling. What's it doing up here in your bedroom? I nabbed it from the dining room, smiled Gabby, when Dad was blowing them up. Why that one? I asked. It had the longest string, said Gabby, reaching up with her fingers to see how near they could stretch. I bet your Nana Prue's fingernails could reach that balloon, I said, having a go myself. Your Nana's fingernails are really long. <laughs> They're not real fingernails, said Gabby. My mum calls them falsies. What are falsies, I asked, putting a pillow under my shoulders to get me a bit closer to the balloon. Fingernails that are false, said Gabby, putting another pillow plus me and my pillow under her shoulders to see how close she could get. That's the trouble with birthday balloons. Sometimes the strings can be really hard to reach. Especially if you're lying on your back. 
How do they get balloons to stay up in the air like that? I gasped, pushing Gabby off my chest so that I could actually breathe. When I have balloons at home, they don't float up into the air. My balloons at home just stay on the floor, unless I'm playing with them. Helium, said Gabby. Whatium? I asked. It's like a really light type of air, said Gabby. My dad has a helium gas canister in the garage. He used it to blow up all of my party balloons. Do you reckon if, instead of having pizza bites and sausage rolls and chicken drumsticks for your birthday tea, we'd had helium instead, we'd all float up to the ceiling too, I chuckled. <laughs> Probably, giggled Gabby. We'd all have to have strings tied to us to stop us floating away. <laughs> Imagine if the window opened by mistake and we all floated up into the sky, I said. <gasps> to the moon, giggled Gabby. <laughs> to the stars, I chuckled. Key to the universe and beyond. Gabby grinned. I love that, sighed Gabby. Oh, me too, I smiled, as long as we could float back down again afterwards. Reaching the balloon string with our fingers was totally impossible without sitting up on the bed. If our fingers had been about 30 centimetres longer, we'd have been able to grab the string easily. Or if the string had been 30 centimetres longer instead. But it wasn't. So we sat up and reached it instead. The trouble with finally reaching the balloon is, even when we had hold of the actual balloon, there still wasn't really very much we could do with it. I mean, we couldn't play football with it. We couldn't play basketball with it. We couldn't even play catch with it. Because every time we let go of the balloon, it just floated up to the ceiling. Shall we have another look at the unicorns, I said. OK, said Gabby. Well, next time we will find out what kind of unicorns they are. And if they're very interesting unicorns. If they're very exciting unicorns. <laughs> so, until then, um, we'll just have to wait and see, won't we? We'll wait for chapter eight. So, uh, that is today's episode. It's a little bit longer because of all the questions and everything that I had to ask. So, I do apologise again to Andrew and Edie. Um, I do have another couple of possible questions that only came in yesterday so I'm all caught up I think um please tell me if I'm not um, <laughs> because I've my memory is not uh what it used to be it's very very um I don't know holy I think the word is got lots of holes in it with my uh um memory at the moment so very forgetful 
anyway, I am going to go and get sorted for work. Okay. I want you to promise me that you're going to have a great day. I want you to promise me that you will take care and stay safe. Um, and yeah, just whatever you're doing, make sure it's good. Make sure, but make sure that you're good too. <laughs> okay, and I'll see you all again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye for now.